say there are things better left unsolved. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Impossible, unbelievable, fantastic. But I tell you, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. You are about to enter the world of the bizarre and unexplained. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Chuck Bucks, and this is a Bizarre and Unexplained. Um, sorry we haven't recorded an episode in a while. Guys, I've been busy and um, doing stand-up comedy. If you want to watch me do stand-up comedy, come to Three Iron Brewery every Thursday at 6 p.m. And watch Chuck underscore Bucks, B-U-X. Okay, check me out on Instagram. Check out the Bizarre and Unexplained on Instagram, too. We're also on uh, the YouTube. And um, guys, we're doing big things. And if you're not part of the network, uh, subscribe to you the network. Know. Yeah, we have uh, we have uh, Drayvon's uh, Metal Asylum and a whole bunch of good stuff. Okay, we cleaned up the network with all the shitty shows. Uh, there was terrible shows in the network. We kicked them all out. But we do have a few left. Okay, a few good ones. This be one of them. And today I wanted to talk about uh, bizarre happenings, like, you know, hitchhiker and ghost. Is it real? What have you seen? Experiences. There is people, including myself, that have seen hitchhiking ghost on the road. Now, we do this show out of Southern California. And in Southern California, there is lots and lots of ghost sightings. And we do have our fair share of ghosts, but in my belief, ghosts can be anywhere. I mean, essentially, I think when we die, we have energy, and that energy goes through onto the next lifetime, and then whatever you believe in, any religion you believe in, that's what you believe in, but what I believe is basically our energy lives on, and I am here today with my guest, Mama Bucks. Hello. You might remember her from the Bucks Effect, Booze and the Dudes. And uh, we have, of course. The dating game. Yeah, the dating game. <laughs> and uh, we. I'm uh, known for something. We have Psycho himself. What's cracking, Travis people? is here with me. So I just want, like I said, I want to brush up on it because it's my belief that, uh, you know, uh, there, there's so many religions and they have different beliefs uh, what we do in the afterlife. And, some say that if you decide to um, do bad in life or disobey or not get saved, you're going to go to hell. Okay. Yep. Which is the burning flames of hell. We've all, most of us in this country were raised uh, Christian, and that's what the Christian belief believes in. Now, you could do anything, essentially, in that belief, but uh, as long as you repent... You'll be saved. So that that's what they believe in. Um, I have my own beliefs. But in a sense, that's what they believe in. But uh, we, uh, <coughs> like I said, we believe in, you know, if you look in, in a lot of beliefs too, there is a good and evil, battle between good and evil. And, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's 
essentially what we came up with as well. And I believe that the battle between good and evil is uh, is a real thing. And um, I have witnessed dark things in my life and, and unexplained things. Uh, to date back, we will give you a story. And Mama Box is here. And I don't think we knew. Yeah, we probably did know of uh, Psycho back in those days. But uh, there was a house. We lived in San Bernardino. And uh, we moved from San Diego into this house. And um, we didn't know it at first. But this house was super haunted. Now, prior to that, we didn't really have much experiences with ghosts. I think we knew of ghosts. And I want to say Mama Bucks is a spiritual person. I'd say, what, you're pretty spiritual, right? I think so. I think so. I think you're in tune with your, spirit, uh, your spiritual side. And I believe that when we did move to this house, okay, the first couple of nights uh, were crazy. Uh, now, now, when you think the area we lived in was a very bad neighborhood, and we came from the beach. <laughs> yeah. And not to make, I mean, obviously I do comedy, but uh, to go from the beach to the hood, this is in San Bernardino, California. Look it up, folks. There's no surprise. This is not a, no. uh, this is not a good area at all. Never. And um, so we, we had to install a security system. Now, prior to that, we put baby bon- baby monitors in the downstairs because all the rooms where we slept were upstairs. So we put baby monitors on the downstairs area. There was one room downstairs, but we no. Sleeping. It was like a guest room. Yeah, guest room. But all the rooms pretty much were upstairs. Yes, and five rooms. As- and essentially, we put baby monitors down there just to monitor if someone broke the glass, broke a door. Which makes sense. Right. So about 2, 3 in the morning, Mama Bucks is in her room. It's a faraway room. She has the other monitor. And she's sound asleep. And about 2, 3 in the morning, you hear a yawn. Yes. And it was a man's voice. Yes. Yes. And what did he say? <sighs> it's just me. You heard it out of the blue. Now you are out light, of the blue. You're not a light sleeper, from what I know. No, because I was a caregiver, so you can't sleep light. You right. have to always be able to listen to the next room. That means you're a light sleeper, then. Yes. Well, back in the day, she was a light sleeper, but nowadays she's she has, she's a heavy sleeper. I've seen it. Seen a dog jump on your face and a, a hundred pound dog, and you still didn't woke up, wake up. So. Was that Coco? <laughs> no. It was a dog named Bear. And this dog jumped. I was like, you motherfucker. It was my youngest son's dog. Jumped on top of her, licked her face, and she still didn't wake up. I said, whoa. Was she in a coma? I think so. That's why I say she's a heavy sleeper now. But maybe it was a light sleeper back then. I think it was just that one time. I don't know. But, that, but essentially, you heard a voice. Yes. And this voice told you. It was just him. Just me. So It's just me. At this point, (laughs) you would think Mama Bucks would warn the whole upstairs that there is a man in the house. I think. I mean. (laughs) But no, Mama Bucks instead 
took it upon herself to barricade herself in the room and sacrifice all of us, which is weird. But I was that's going to say noble, but the that's case not noble. The sh- when the shit hits the fan, you know, shit hits the fan. You know who's who's going to protect you. Now, if I heard another man's voice in my family was, I would make sure to grab whatever I could, warn whoever I could, and go attack that person, or at least call nine one one. Not Mama Bucks. She barricades herself in her room by herself. It's a Patterson blood. She didn't hear any more noises after that. Probably so, scared it off. I think she took the dresser down, the chair, and everything else that was blocking that door, and then didn't tell anybody until the next day, because she maybe thought she was losing her mind. Right? Yep. I barricaded myself in there. I put the dresser there, so, the end tables, the chair, <laughs> and then in the morning when there was sunshine, I was like... Okay, unloading all that, putting it all back in the room and She waited until the fucking next morning to <laughs> unbarricade that shit. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, this is not a comedy show, but this is what happened. It was, it's what happened. And this is the hood, folks. Mama Bucks does that. Next day it happens. I don't know if she told us the next day what exactly happened. Which I would have probably been upset. Like, what? why didn't you tell us? Okay, but you have to understand, my room was a portal to all those spirits that okay, came Okay, well, you in. have to understand, you didn't know anything at this time. No, I didn't. We can only judge you at this time, in which you decide to save yourself. <laughs> Forget my family. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look out for myself. She only saved herself. Well, they always say, when the plane glows down, make sure you save yourself first before you save someone else. That's not what they always say. They say, protect your... In this situation, you had clearly had opportunity to save your family. At least warn us before we got killed. Which would have been noble, but no! Which would have been a little bit noble. You went the opposite way of noble. You know, whatever. Not a big deal, right? Anyways, we decide to... Um, she tells us the next day, and we think, obviously, I don't think she, we thought she was crazy, but, you know, it could have been a number of different things. Goo, 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 goo. So, we decide that uh, we're going to put a security system in, which we do. And later, that security system gets installed. <laughs> a couple days in from the security system. By a professional. By a professional. By professionals, yes. Yes. By the Ghostbusters. So, the the professional <laughs> essentially hardwires the security system in, and we find that it's not working. We're like testing it out; just doesn't work. You know, it's not blinking no more. Whatever case be. So he comes back, and he says that the wires were shredded. And this is this is clearly crazy because how are the wires shredded? We like we don't fuck with it. It just got installed, and. He didn't say the wires were chewed. No. Like it was from a rat. And I asked him how long he was working. I remember him saying eight years. He says he's never seen such a thing. So those were stripped, like stripped pieces. It was stripped. He showed me. I went underneath the stairs and looked. The thing was stripped. So being in a pest control professional as I am, a rat would chew on a wire. And he would only chew maybe one or a few wires until he got electrocuted and died. Right. These were stripped, like razor. Like this. Like someone stripped them. That's why it wasn't working, which is crazy. We still, 
at this point we're like oh well okay what the fuck is going on so he he repairs that then we go into um you know time goes on we start to hear footsteps and this particular house is 100 years old and it's got 13 steps now when they build things they don't usually stop at 13 on anything steps floors sometimes hotels even skip a 13 story if you go to a hotel sometimes you'll you won't see a 13th floor they'll skip the number because it's superstition so this had 13 steps to the top and this is a this is an old house but i do remember and a lot of people remember hearing footsteps always constantly going up and nobody would be there um i want to say weeks after that obviously obviously we know something's you know kind of going on i'm at this time i know dick power which you know from the from the crew network and he eventually spends the night at my house now we do establish this point that it is kind of haunted at my house because of all the happenings so dick power spends the night in my room on the bed and i'm on the bed and uh, we're making love. No. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not gay. But uh, no, he's not like he's spent, the, he's spent the night. Just like anybody would, like I said, with a sleeping bag, whatever case be. Dick Power wakes up around, you know, one, one o'clock in the morning. Sees a hand that comes from me and then goes towards him. And he gets freaked out. And fucking wakes, you know, um, turns on the light, hand goes away. Doesn't say anything. A couple hours later, I wake up and I see at the time a figure about the size of Drayvon, six, seven, something huge at the end of my bed. And it's like a big glob of something. Now, I can't make out the details. And the reason I can't make out the details at the time, I could not see very far. I was nearsighted, so I can't see past details past certain feet footage. So I my vision was very, very poor. So that's why I don't think I made out a face. But I see this big fucking figure just tall as fuck just staring at me. And it's just there. I go, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. I try to think it's just my eyes. So I... It's still there, so I turn the light on. Goes away. Dick Power is also awake around this time. We compare stories. We're like, "Hey, dude, I seen this. Yeah, I've fucking seen this," which plays a plays a a factor into what happened later. So, obviously, my brother. I have three brothers, and a, and and Dick Power's wife, my stepsister that brothers. lives there at the time. You have two brothers. Oh yeah. Well, you're right. I have two brothers, but it's a total of three of us. And uh, we have, um, you know, Dick Power's wife, uh, Kay, that lives with us, and, and John, um, and Mama Bucks. So later on, we decide, we, um, Chris, one of my brothers, it's never been on the show, but anyways, he is strongly against what's happening because he thinks it's witchcraft or whatever the case be. So he's a diehard Christian at this point, reading the Bible every day, he was a little different. Cool, but a little different from us, right? Different. Right. He's different. 
So he's the youngest of all us at this time. I want to say he's about 10, maybe 12, 10, maybe 10 years old. And he doesn't believe in anything that's happening. So goes to his room. And he's playing with um, his G.I. Joes. No, he's doing his homework. And, and my brother Chris was really into the military. So he's got like old World War II shit. Which this may have came from. I don't know. World War II shit in his, in his room. He's got like a mosquito net. Anyways, it's like a military base. And he sees this hand come from his desk and go towards him. And he runs out of the fucking room and screaming like, I just fucking seen a hand. Which was the same hand that Dick Power has seen and a lot of people have noticed this, you know, noticed this stuff. You know, clearly after this, we get the Mormons involved. Now at the time, me and Dick Power were Mormons, so we had the Mormons come over. And they're praying at the table, and the lights are fucking flickering. And we, at this point, we're established like this is a haunted house, so everyone kind of knows about it. Everyone kind of has their experiences here at this house. Everyone runs into something. And we compare stories for the people across the street. And the people across the street tell us that there used to be this old man that they would see a ghost walking on the patio, back and forth, left and right. Sometimes they'd see him in the window. So there was this old man that was notoriously there. So at this point, I think Mama Bucks hires a psychic or a medium. And I don't remember it too much, but go ahead, take us through what happened and how you came across that. Well, first we got uh, what was... Uh what happened to the house? We went to all the owners and there was like an eight year old girl that died back in what, 1912 or something like that. Back then, those days. But the medium came over and she also picked up on the fact that that girl had died and that's the girl that was screaming and yelling going up and down the stairs playing because that's a, she died of polio back like in 1912. And she in was, the house? Yeah, in the house. And she was like oh, eight shit. years old. She was like seven or eight years old. And and I didn't tell the medium that. I want to say if she picked up on it, she picked up on it. So so the medium said there was a girl there that died of polio. Yes, that died of polio. And, and I said, that is correct. Because I did my own research before she came. Now, didn't she say there was a good spirit and a bad spirit there? She did. And what about Danny? I don't know. I don't know. Danny was on a paper route. From what I hear, he was on a paper route, and he would visit your room, and he had a baby. And in the, the family, basically, I heard Danny was on a paper route. He would, he would travel, and then he would come back, and the room that you were staying in was his room, essentially, where he also had the baby. And he would come back. That's what I heard. Danny was on a paper route. That's what I heard. Oh, I don't remember. For, like, the longest. And then there was a good spirit and a bad spirit. But like I said, I did not attend this seance. So anything happened out of, out of the blue for this seance? No. Nothing. nothing. I, mean, I mean, yeah, there was, there was some orbs and the, because I was filming it. So there was orbs flying around and, you know, but nothing out of the ordinary. So much stuff did happen. <clears throat> we did film times where, like, there was this balloon that was upstairs 
and the balloon would go to each one of us once we summon it. It's so like, hey, bring me that balloon. And the balloon would come over. And oh, I yes, I do remember that, too. Yeah. It was a balloon, like, half medium filled with um, helium. Yeah, it only had a, but it would stay at perfect level. Yes. And it would go towards us. Yes. Which is crazy. That is crazy. But uh, that's the house I live in. That's what got me into this, doing the paranormal stuff. So, Drayvon, you ever have a, you have a story that... Uh, <coughs> Um, that you came across? This one um, still cannot explain it to this day. This was um, a couple years ago before my grandpa passed away. Um, I went down to see him in the hospital, and my aunt and dad had already moved up north. So it was just me and my sister at my grandparents' house. And we went upstairs to my grandma's room because that was the only room that had the phone. And we went to order a pizza from Domino's. And from my aunt's room... My sister was the first one to hear it, but she heard this laugh that sounded like the laugh from the, the clown doll from Saw. And she thought it was me just messing around. She told me to stop it. And I was like, what? I didn't do anything. And then it happened again. She's like, you heard that, right? I was like, yeah. And we kept hearing it. And it was coming from my aunt's room. We were like, what the hell? We didn't even know what to do. We didn't want to go and inspect nothing. So we just, I don't even, I don't even remember if we just ordered the pizza or what, but we went downstairs. It was, that was too freaky. That was, yeah. Yeah. It was scary. It's crazy. Like I said, I think uh, essentially spirits are everywhere. Yeah. Because we just got done doing, um, you know, doing a um, uh, filming at this uh, location. Some locations are obviously more crazier than others. But I think there's portals. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. I think there's portals how we transfer. Just like a telephone call. Like essentially we talk. You know, what you're listening to this podcast, you downloaded it, and you downloaded it from essentially a tower. Essentially, this data is traveling invisibly through, which is crazy, right? It's, 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 a, it's a vibration, essentially, that goes to a tower, and that tower is relayed to somewhere else. That's how you guys download this episode. That's how you do a phone call. So why is it out of the blue that once our spirit dies with that little bit of electricity, that electricity in our bodies, they could transfer out and then also go on a fast lane, essentially a freeway, of spirits in in fast in in real time, and go places. So I think it, that's what I think happens, right? Yeah, makes sense to me. There are some that makes complete that just, sense. There are some spirits that just get stuck for some odd reason. They can't make it get to the other side or the other portal. Right, and if you don't know how to the system, and I think those those spirits to answer your, to you know to to add on to what you're saying, those spirits I don't think were ever taught how to use how to use that like they're just lost they're like they, some spirits i don't even think they know they're dead yeah they don't even know they're dead they're just probably living every day like oh okay cool that's like instant when you die instantly i think you know you don't right. know it happens so quickly yeah maybe you don't know when you're when you're dead and um and i feel like like i said when i do these if you listen to the last episode the estes method um, and you use a thing like a spirit box, we get direct answers from the spirit box because essentially if you go to a hot spot for spirits, they all want to talk. And then you can tell some of them talking can't necessarily make out what they want to say. Right. Be very quick. Like, you know, like they don't know how to use it. So that's in a sense too, I think is part of ghost hunting and, and, and what we do. 
But um, it's it's crazy to me that science does not take more close look at these things, like a closer look of like what the fuck is going on, mm-hmm. right? They're ignoring it. Like, no, it's not scientifically possible. And and I think it's even becoming much more as the days go on. It it is in a sense, and uh, I think. Real big hot spots is like hospitals. Hospitals are notoriously always oh, yeah. haunted because so many deaths happen on hospital. Yep. And if you go to like a, we have up the street, we have a hospital called uh, California uh, Patton State Hospital. Oh. I wanted to work there just because I know it's a hot spot for <laughs> death. Cuckoos. And it's a crazy hospital. But the, the thing is, like, there's still energy. And I think they're crazy, but they still have that crazy. They're the same person. So yeah. you're moving on, and it's like you're unpredictable. You can do whatever you want, essentially. Sometimes, you know, it's harm. But what I have not, you know, what I have to kind of really look at, look into is the darker spirits, the dark side. It's like I, when I believe in things, I don't necessarily, like I want to believe in God, but I don't think God is a person. It's not like a person. Right. It's not like we think of a God as a, like a human being. God's something different. And I think the devil, the devil could be real. Is he called the devil? Who knows? Might be called something different. Could be, could but it's be a called king of the dark side, right? There could, it has to be an order, essentially. Yeah. Because I think religion was made, in a sense, to control the people. In a guideline to live your life. If I'm a piece of shit and I'm going to do whatever I want, there's got to be good and bad. There's got to be right and wrong. So essentially, if we didn't have a guideline, we would go in life every day. And essentially, if there was no laws and you could do whatever you want, the city would be chaos. Yeah. This country would be chaos because... If I knew killing somebody wasn't a good or a bad thing, then what am I supposed to... The guideline is essentially the law, right? The law that we all came up with. So before there was laws, there was church. And I think church was the the law of the land. And it was. You look it up. There was a law of the land. And if you didn't live by the church rules, essentially you would be punished. But you got to punish people like some people in their head don't like think being locked up is enough. So if you trick people into eternity, yeah. that will fuck up people. That will fuck with somebody more than, hey, if you're a bad person, I'm just going to lock you up. If you're a bad person, you're going to burn in hell for eternity. Yeah. Right? So I think that's why they wrote that in. It was essentially a blueprint on how to live like a decent human being. Now, with that, it was crazy ass stories that are in there, like walking on water, all that other shit. I don't believe, but essentially, that could have been extraterrestrials too, because we on this planet have water, we have life, intelligent life. Now they're discovering planets all the time. They just recently discovered a planet just like Earth with all water. So, in a sense, in a sense. There's life, I believe, everywhere amongst this universe. Now, if you, if you study anything about the universe, this is, a, this is a galaxy. We live in the Milky Way, whatever. The galaxy is mm-hmm. huge, made up of several planets and stars. But the universe never stops growing. 
the universe continuous, continuously fucking grows. Right. Okay? The, and that's the thing. We're just in one little fucking universe. We're so, so, so tiny. And our galaxies, in a sense, combi- <laughs> combine and fucking... This galaxy alone has destroyed a lot more other galaxies. True. To look at science. So there's life after... What I'm going with is life after this. There's actually intelligent life after this that are extraterrestrial life. But in a sense, our energy moves on and we're able to, you know, skip portals. And I think that's how we travel in a sense. So I don't know necessarily if angels and all that, it could be real. I mean, it could be, I don't know, but in a sense, I think we move on. Um, but we'll get more into that. I'll bring some more experts on this show. We have a lot to digest. I'm going to put some stuff on YouTube coming up. The Bizarre Not Explained. I have a whole lot of stuff lined up for you guys. We did do some filming off Prospect Road, so I'll put that out. But that's it for me. Everyone have a great night. Thanks thanks to my guest, Mama Bucks and Drayvon for being on the show. Yeah, anytime, man. All right. Thank you. <laughs>